Magic is real. Welcome back to Teacup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. I'm Megan, and we are back with our special guest host, Neely Seams, to discuss the 2018 sequel to last week's episode, Life Size 2, A Christmas Eve. Neely, could you please hit us with a summary? Eve awakens once again to help Grace, the young CEO of Marathon Toys, get her life back on track. Wild. <laughs> In this movie. <laughs> I guess so I guess we should start off by saying this isn't a decom, but it is a sequel to a movie that we all thought was a decom as children. And it's it wasn't produced by Disney Channel as a lifetime. No, not lifetime. A freeform. ABC Family Freeform movie. No, just the just this one. The uh, the first one was The Wonderful World of Disney. Mm, and this ooh. is uh Freeform Freeform. Yes. I keep wanting to say Lifetime because it has the same energy of a Lifetime movie. Yeah. God <laughs> has forsaken this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so neither of us had seen this movie. So I guess like, what was your going into it? What did you expect? What were some impre- like first impressions? Did you see like watch any trailers or read anything about it before you went in? No. So I, like so many others, saw the hype in, you know, on Twitter, everyone being like, oh my gosh, you guys have to make a life size two. And Tyra Banks being like, give the people what they want. <laughs> And then I thought this movie came out like a year ago. It Same. did not. And I I was like, I'm gonna go into this with high, high hopes. Oh and no. that is that's that's how I went into this. I was so excited. Oh no. I, I just I I yeah. <laughs> that's it. I I watched a trailer for this movie before watching it. <laughs> And also I saw pictures from it and the pictures from it, I don't know what it was, but it was the energy of Tyra Banks in the photos that made me be like, I, this seems different. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched the trailer and I was like, this, this, this feels different. And then I watched the movie <laughs> and it's different. It's so <laughs> different. It's so Oh, God. Oof. So before we hop into this really fun movie, would you like to know about the writers and the director of the movie? I would love to. So, well, first off, this movie has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Too and high. a 30, yeah, a 30% <laughs> audience score. Too high. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> the movie... <laughs> the movie was written by Cameron Fay and Stacey Harmon. Cameron Fay has written uh, a couple things. One thing that stood out to me, he wrote the movie Brother Nature that stars Taryn Killam, Bobby Moynihan, and Gillian Jacobs. Uh, and he also has seven upcoming writing projects on his IMDb. So I'm looking out for him. This is the last thing listed on his IMDb, but he's he's got stuff in the works. But Stacey Harmon has written for a lot of like really prominent things. She was a staff writer on the TV show, The Goldbergs. She's the co-writer of the movie Smurfs, The Lost Village. And she's a writer on the hit Netflix show, Cobra Kai. No way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you go from life size two to Cobra Kai. 
I they what? didn't see it yet. Yeah. That's what also it- the Goldbergs is like a pretty like acclaimed show. And I didn't see Smurfs the Lost Village. But moving on. The movie was directed by Stephen K. Sushida. And this man has directed on many a TV show. He's a big like TV show director. He's directed many episodes of different TV shows, including Community, Inside Amy Schumer, New Girl, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Dear White People, and Cobra Kai. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Those are all fantastic things. I know. (laughs) I think it's... Guys, we're just gonna we're just gonna say it. this movie's not good. <laughs> um, it, it's so I think bad. it's it's proof that you know they can't all be winners. Right. <laughs> you can you can have a string of success, but you gotta be humbled every now and then. Yeah, yeah. And, and if anything, watch this. If you're an artist and you mm-hmm. feel pressure for all of your work to be good. <laughs> Oh boy. Okay, so with that, we're gonna hop into positives. (laughs) We're gonna hop into some positives that we have before we before we go in on this movie. Which by the way, I will say, like, I had a time watching it. There were times when I laughed. There were times when I laughed at the quality, but also there's some good ones. So Neely, why don't you go first? Why don't you list a positive from your list? I would like for my first positive to be a positive from the last one as well. And Ooh. it is that that secretary joke where she does not know <laughs> how to type is funny every time. Every time. Every time. Every time. Yeah. I cackled. It was so funny. <laughs> uh, that scene... Listeners, there's a section in my notes for this episode called Moments That Made Me Scream Out Loud. And this uh, this moment Neely's talking about is in the, one of the scenes where I was like, what is happening? So we will talk about that later. But that I did laugh at that joke. Like it took me out of my panic of like, what's going on to be like, that's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. I think, so my first positive is I really liked the actress who played Gracie. Francia Reza, is that her name? Yes, also known as Adrian from The Secret Life of the American Teenager. Yes, and the woman who gave Selena Gomez a kidney. Yes. Yeah, and she's on How I Met Your Father. That's where I know her from. The new, the How I Met Your Mother reboot. I thought she did a really good job considering that everything was stacked against her. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. script, Tyra Banks, everything. <laughs> and I like she she made some of the cringiest, most unbelievable moments seem as natural as they could be. Yeah. I feel the same way about the little girl. Yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, they did not she give was, her good stuff. <laughs> they did not. They did not, but I liked her. Yeah, she was a cute kid. I still kid. liked her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and this... even with the friends, Gracie's friends too. Yeah. Which, did you recognize what her, the girlfriend was Amber from Amber and Ashley on Hannah Montana? No. Yeah. Way. Who, she was also one of the girls on the Double Dutch team in Jump In. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's her. I And okay. I thought she was funny. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had some some nice moments as well. She had again terrible lines, but she worked terrible. Oh yeah. yeah. No, but there was once there's one scene with Grace, the lead that made me <laughs> laugh <laughs> was they were out at brunch and they were getting bottomless mimosas and she asked <laughs> the waiter to bring her another and he said I'm sorry I can't bring you one until you finish that one and she grabs the waiter's arm stares him down chugs the mimosa and burps in his face and <laughs> something about that burp at the end really made me laugh <laughs> it was funny but also as like i there was something in me that got ptsd from like <laughs> serving beers Mm-hmm. At the pizza place I worked at, and I was like, "If I'm gonna," <laughs> I was like, "I'm yeah. about to fight." <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I'm about to fight. But also, it was that. very funny. I thought she played she played that moment really well. Yeah. Do you have another positive on your list? I do. I love Eve's phone. <laughs> I it was funny. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Another moment from that scene where I was screaming. Yes. (laughs) And like they call back to it a lot. It like so for for the audience who has not seen it, it is like this toy phone that you would see like a doll have that got blown up whenever she became (laughs) a human. And it's just like it's got her face on it. It's like a Barbie phone, you know? Mm. And it's so funny. And it's how she calls like the Eve collective consciousness. <laughs> I can't wait <laughs> to talk about this scene. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. But she pulled out that phone and I did laugh out loud. I did too. Because I, oh my gosh, I'll, we'll, we'll get there. Because like I just caught, I just wrote down everything that was in my head. And I was like, this phone? That's so funny. What? <laughs> that was in my thought process watching. This was another scene that I thought was genuinely very funny. So Eve has come to life. (laughs) Listeners, you may think we're hopping around more than usual, but I'm really just grasping for positives here. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But anyway, Eve has come to life. And Grace's friend who, well, we're going to call her Amber because she was Amber in Hannah Montana. Amber, I guess, is a stylist. And so they're like, Eve, your hair is busted. We need to come and like fix your hair. And Tyra Banks has this like very high pony, (laughs) half up, half down ponytail, like very, very high, like Ariana Grande, top of her head. And (laughs) Amber starts to like pull the hair and it starts to like, it's like the scarf thing that magicians do, but with hair because she's a doll. Like I had a Rapunzel doll that did that as a kid that like you pulled (gasps) the hair out. And then there was like a button that like sucked the hair back into their head and it made the noise that the doll made. Like it was, it was like the Barbie Rapunzel doll that I had from all the Barbie movies. I didn't know that existed. Yeah. And like, so she had like her little braid on the top of her head and you could pull it out and it was like chick, 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 chick. And that's the noise that Tyra Banks' hair made. And that wasn't the moment where they found out she was a doll though. They were like, Woo, this is a good weave. <laughs> like it was it was it was wild, but it made me laugh a lot. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I'm like scouring my notes for positives. <laughs> oh, I can give my last one while you look. The song Shine Bright Shine Far still hits. And I'm not talking about the end of the movie. 
I am talking about in the Christmas scene where they're at like kind of at this mall thing and Eve gets up and's like, we're going to sing this song. And Eve starts to sing the song, which I feel like is it's Tyra Banks couldn't have recorded it again. It sounded exactly the same mm-hmm. as the first movie, but she started singing and I was like, song still hits. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. I okay so this is both a positive and also a negative because there was so much like queer baiting in this movie yeah I did say I did say happy pride month (laughs) (laughs) I do I like that the lead is a bisexual woman yes yeah I like and that that was the one part that felt not baity yeah. Which is, I think is like giving it to the actress mm-hmm. to like make it seem like that is just genuinely who she is. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, it didn't, I don't know, just the way that she played it. So I, mm-hmm. you, we, we find out that the lead is bisexual, not, not by like, I, I, I would have thought that like they were like, oh, let's make a thing about this, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was very natural. It's the same in the first movie. Eve wakes up and she's alive in Grace's bed and Grace thinks that she had slept with her <laughs> and yes. was like, oh no, did we hook up? And like, it, it's this back and forth that's just such an uncomfortable scene. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, I really liked Happy Pride. Happy, Happy Pride, Pride to Grace, yeah. the CEO of Marathon Toys. And her best friend. And her best friend. Wait, oh, the guy. The guy, yeah. 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 I was like, Amber? <laughs> yeah, we don't yeah. know about her. And to love is love, Eve. <laughs> you can't see it, audience, but I am. <laughs> and Neely's eyes are twitching. <laughs> I just said. Wow. I'm going to start having more verbal reactions to this. <laughs> Just know if I'm silent, I'm rolling my eyes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Do you have any more positives? Because I'm out. I am out. Okay. I am. <laughs> okay, let's hop in. I'm excited because also, I'm going to preface this with saying, I think that I would have liked this movie more in the way that I love bad movies if it wasn't a sequel to a movie that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Because like I love like a princess switch, a Christmas prince. Like I, I am a sucker for bad Christmas movies. Yeah. So like if I can think of this on on its own, and then I'm you know I could maybe watch it. I don't know if I'd watch it again, but I might watch it in a group and make fun of it. You know. Yeah, and but I also like there's just there's so much going on and there There's are storylines so that you forget about and then they randomly yeah. pop up again. And it's just, yeah. No, oh uh, my gosh. First note, which we'll just talk about this for a little bit. The script is bad. And I wrote my first note was a minute and 30 seconds into this movie. We have so much stilted character exposition. A minute 30 in, so much has already been said. And I'm like, okay, I guess I know everything about these people now. Yeah. Well, also, like, oh, my God. I, the the magic in this movie, it feels so out of place. Yeah. Like, it was, like, it just feels so... It feels like I'm watching, like, two movies that 
got like combined together try to like figure out how to get along i like, feel like that probably is what happened because like who i don't think anyone was like let's make life size 2 and it's a christmas movie it was probably like let's make life size 2 oh we can't get lindsay lohan oh well it's it's almost christmas let's make it a christmas movie you know yeah yeah and also like no one told tyra no no one yeah, told her no, no. that was that was uh that's something i have written down i said i think we should say no to things more often yes um, but like so going back to the script the script isn't good and i think the biggest thing is like there's no heart in it mm. anywhere i think they wanted to try to make it a comedy and i'm a big fan of a comedy like comedy is like my thing well, but not everything I don't even know if I would call the first one a comedy. I feel like it's like at first like a heartfelt family movie that is also funny, you know? Oh, well, that's how th- this one is characterized. It's like categorized as a coming of age. Huh. I don't know if I would call this a coming of age. <laughs> I mean, with how horny this movie is, something's coming. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Sorry. But like, no, no, no. It's, no, but I I just feel like they they took the parts of the first movie and left all the good parts. Like they, yeah. they wanted to make this movie and they forgot what at its core made the first movie good. Yeah. And that it's like it is a family story and it's about love. Yeah. And this has none of that there were also just like not just the lack of heart but there were times where it just jumped around like narratively it didn't Mm -hmm. track where i was sitting there and i was like how did we get to this point like what did i miss yeah and also like the stakes were not high enough in this movie no and you didn't even really know what the stakes were like for a hot second i thought her mom was i thought grace's mom was dead I wrote that down. I I was like, is her mom dead or in prison? I literally had no idea throughout the whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) I had a note that said, life size loves a dead mom. And then I scratched it out and said, prison. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because like, I think they mentioned it at the beginning, like, oh, mom's in prison. But they, the way they acted around this mother figure that we don't see until the end um it felt like she was dead like that's how they behaved that's how they treated this mother and then lo and behold she is alive and you could visit her easily yeah and like i just oh my gosh i'm like trying to think literally linearly about this movie but every time i'm like you can't because if you go linearly I can't even say the word. If you go in order <laughs> yeah. of the movie, like you are jumping around because also like she's a really bad CEO. Grace is a really bad CEO of the company that her mom like yeah. was. And then like her mom was framed. But that, you don't that find part. out about that until the, the very end. It's because there's not. Like, I nothing nothing about this movie makes sense listeners if you didn't watch the movie before listening and you don't plan on watching it I guess like the tightest way to explain it is that Grace Grace is like a 20 something screw up her mom goes to prison 
And her mom was the CEO of the toy company that made Eve in the mm-hmm. first The creator movie. of Eve. The creator yeah. of Eve. And so then she becomes the CEO of this company. She goes to prison and she leaves the company to her daughter, Grace, who is bad at her job. Doesn't like she's just like the party girl who mm-hmm. doesn't like care about anything. And then Grace decides to discontinue the Eve doll as like an FU to her mom. And then uh, this little girl who lives next door convinces her, they find the Book of the Dead. This is something we have to talk about. Yes. (laughs) They find, so Grace and the little girl are going to pick up some of her mom's stuff, which again, makes me think that her mom is dead. Mm -hmm. Um, They're going to pick up her stuff and the little girl finds the Hallcroft Book of the Dead that Casey used in the first movie in the prison mom's stuff. Because Casey like, sent it to the mom. Which doesn't make sense. Like, at all. But they mentioned, so Casey is not in this movie because Lindsay Lohan had scheduling conflicts. But the way that they tie her in is that Casey apparently sent this book to the CEO of Marathon Toys and mm-hmm. that included a picture of herself in it. And then that's why she has it. So then they do the seance and then Eve comes to life and is trying to convince Grace not to discontinue Eve. It's the same movie twice with the same resolution at the end. Yeah. Which is like not a resolution either. No. Because again, you just give her different outfits. That's like, what the, that's literally what the first movie. That's what we had problems in the first movie. And also, this was a thing. Eve, the Eve doll that Gracie has, is like dressed like the original Eve from the first movie. And so I'm like, what happened here? Because like the whole thing in the first movie was that Eve was like remodeled, but in this movie, it seems like Eve was the same as the beginning of the last movie. Am I making any sense? <laughs> so I will, I, to their credit, the Eve that comes to life is like one of the first Eves because it's Grace's Eve. Okay, that makes sense. And that makes Grace more sense. <laughs> is now an adult. And so, because if you look at the ones that like the other kids have, I mean, she's like a, one of them has like a nurse version of her or a doctor yeah. version of her. And then one of them has a bridal version of her. Yeah. <laughs> but, and listeners, you are going to be floored by this. The Eve that comes to life in this movie is not the same Eve, Eve as the last movie. So, which we will... Oh, oh. Uh, and this Eve is on cocaine. She is crazy. She she's is insane. She's coked up this whole movie. Oh my God. I like, oh my God. Whenever she wakes up and Grace looks into Eve's eyes, those are the eyes of a crazy person. The devil. The devil. The devil. <laughs> I would have been like, get the fuck out of my room. Grace is way too calm. She way is, too calm. Which I mean, like, granted, tracks for her character. I guess. <laughs> because also, guys, this movie is so much more adult than the other one. This movie's horny. It's horny and she's like drunk all the time yeah. you open and like it opens the second scene in the movie she's waking up and her friends like how much do you remember and it's like yeah oh, 
Oh, she so was like she was just like trashed. on the tables. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's this movie is wild. It's it's crazy. So this is this brings me us talking about this Eve brings me to my next negative, which is the way Tyra Banks plays Eve in this movie. It is infuriating. Yeah, <laughs> it's it makes me sad because mm-hmm. in the first one, I don't know. So like like we said, Eve is crazy in this. She feels like she's on like uppers. She's it's like she's a caricature mm-hmm. of what the first movie was. And I think the first movie Eve is very funny in the first movie, but it's because she doesn't play the comedy. Everything is played straight. Like Eve yes. would would be considered a straight man in mm-hmm. the first movie because she's not playing the jokes, she genuinely believes them. And in this it feels like Tyra Banks is winking at the camera at every turn. Yes. Yes. And like, that is one of, I wrote two things. I was like this, she feels like she's parodying herself. Yeah. She is, she's just like a parody. And like, she's making her dumb instead of naive. Yeah. Yeah. She's so stupid. (laughs) Yeah. And also like, she's lost the things that made Eve likable, which is that like, at the end of the day, she wants to be a good role model yeah to like the kids with her dolls and i did and i was like did ty also did tyra banks just get bad at acting who i like maybe there was nobody to i there no no that's that's this is the thing tyra banks is the executive producer on this movie yeah and i just i'm wondering how much input they took from her or I guess more so how much they were afraid to say no. Yeah. Um, or maybe like maybe in the first one, the director really kind of like helped her along. And in this one, she was like, I'm Tyra Banks. I know what to do. Yes. You know, like didn't take direction or this is the direction she wanted to take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was, yeah, she was too, the, back to the winking camera, like the the joke that was winking to the camera comment she makes the joke, we were all rooting for you. Or we're yes. all rooting for you. She and it, does the meme. Yeah. The meme that apparently she hates so much. And it just, it immediately takes you out. Because it's like, oh, so not only are you aware, not only yeah. are you winking at, like, the past jokes that the first movie made, but you're winking at, like, the fact that people, I hate to say it, people don't like you anymore. Because mm-hmm. we have, like, that's the other thing. That's another reason why this movie doesn't work is, like, there are so many conversations about how she just, like, actively abused the people on America's Next Top Model. Yeah. And then, like, it's so people don't like you anymore. And you're, yeah. like, making jokes about it. And not even in a funny way. Not even yeah. in, like, a haters gonna hate way. But in, like, a... <sighs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Well, so also, sad. like... Eve doesn't do anything in this movie. No. Like, if we're looking at the character, like, not even just the way Tyra Banks played her, which is just dreadful, awful. Eve, you don't have, like, the naive and the caring. So Eve is just being silly the whole movie. And there's, like, Gracie has character, this is another script thing, was I felt like all the characters 
developed so quickly and there was no inciting action to Mm -hmm. cause them to develop. So it was like, oh, you changed, but like what made you change? And it wasn't Eve because Eve doesn't have any heart. Yeah, that that is one thing that I noticed whenever she, it's like the second day that she's alive and she goes to Grace's room and she's like, wake up, like I've got coffee. And she's like being, you know, like cheery. And Grace is like, leave me alone. I don't like you. And she's like, but... Mm -hmm. And, like, they have this conversation that is not heartfelt. And there's no, no growth. And you see the actress Grace has to be, like, how endearing. <laughs> yeah. Whenever she leaves and I'm, like, there, nothing happened here. Like, there's no reason why you should like her any, like, yeah. more than you did yesterday. Yeah, no. Francia Reza was giving a master class on how she to perform was. with bad material. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> props to her. I also like, uh, this is another thing where it's like, uh, we're winking at the camera again. She doesn't physically, but y'all know what I mean. Is Eve trying to get laid? Like, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Because the reason that the romance worked in the first movie is because it was like the first time she ever saw a man. Yeah. And and it was was also very innocent. It was very pure. But this time, like the chef, the chef. Oh my God, chef the chef! <laughs> I, oh, I have so. Can many you explain quotes. this character before we before we talk about him? Please explain to the listeners who this chef character is. Okay, so picture this: it's brunch once again. <laughs> <laughs> Grace this is, is just a great chugged the scene. and burped a mimosa, and. <laughs> Eve has ordered everything on the menu, including butter. This joke did not land the second time because she is just like... <laughs> if you remember last week, Neely really loved the butter bit in Life I loved Size it. 1. It was great. She ruined it in this one. <laughs> and, she's drinking comes, melted butter. She's drinking melted butter. She is taking just a bite out of a stick of butter and she also has pads of butter. And I just don't know how... She got so much butter. <laughs> Although her talking to other Eve about how her stomach hurt was really funny. But <laughs> 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 and the chef comes out and he's like, I just needed to see the person who ordered all this food. And he like looks at Tyra Bank who Tyra Banks, who looks like a hot mess in this She looks moment. insane. She looks crazy. She's in an evening gown. Her makeup is like smeared. It is I, th- awful. I don't think it's smeared. I think they did that on purpose. Well, that brings me to a different comment that all of the makeup in this movie is god awful. As well it's as the hair so and outfits. <laughs> the hair and outfits, terrible. But that's a conversation for later. That's for fashion. <laughs> that's for fashion. But Hyde, um, like, looks at her and he's like, I want to make sure you're taken care of. And she was Ugh. like, I also want to make sure that you're taken care of. And just immediately, he is so horny, so horny immediately. And something in her has awoken. Oh my I don't gosh. know. I like, I, and then throughout the whole movie, he's like borderline stalking her. Yeah. But also, like, but she I loves know, it. <laughs> she loves it, but also she's like 
not aware of it. And she's like, what are these butterflies? I don't know. Yeah. I can't. No, and then uh, the, the scene that made me crawl out of my skin was when they are in the, the Christmas mall and Chef Hyde whispers say, something in her ear. You look good enough to eat. Oh, yeah. Ew. That's what he says. Or you smell good enough to eat. And then Eve looks at him, starts jumping up and down and says, I want you to be my extra special friend. Yes. <laughs> I fucking hated everything about this. I'm so sorry. I'm cussing so much. But the entire relationship is like, it's gross. And hold on, hold on. Let me find another one. Let me find another comment because he, he makes more. Okay, wait, hold on. I'm going to jump to the end. Okay, wait, hold oh on. <laughs> Two things. Why are the you end? always dressed like a chef? Really <laughs> bad true. chef. You, you look like the chef who sings Les Poissons in Little Mermaid. You're dressed like that the whole time. <laughs> Two, yeah. this man falls in love with her in three days. Whatever. We've all seen Romeo and Juliet. I guess we can believe it. Whatever. I think you're about to bring up a moment that made me scream. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't know. It's okay. So he, without knowing that he's about to turn to plastic, <laughs> she's like, I have to go. And he's like, but I love you. And she's like, well, I'm a busy woman. Can you handle that? And he said, yes. And then this man, without knowing what is about this to happen with complete calmness on his face, turns into a doll. Yeah. He so shrinks down. This this is the moment I think that made me scream the most was, I guess, so they're in love. This is the very end of the movie. Listeners, we are skipping to the end. For some reason, <laughs> for some godforsaken reason, Eve must become a doll again. For reasons, again, we do not explain. Because woke Eve needs to do a march and love is love. Eve has some idea. So she's like, I have to be a doll again. And then he comes like, like Neely said, he comes up, he says he loves her and he wants to go with her. And I just wrote down, I wrote in all caps. I was like, she's taking Hyde with her? Does he know? Like, I kept just like screaming, does he know? Does he know that she's a doll? And I was like, he didn't sign up for this. And then he becomes a plastic doll. And she killed him. This man who loves being a chef, he loves it so much. He's always dressed like one. He's <laughs> forced to make plastic food for the rest of their lives, which is forever because they're plastic. My 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 theory is that this Eve world is purgatory. And like she took him back. I can't believe that she made him a doll. <laughs> I, because bitch, you have a phone now. You can call the Eve world whenever you want. Why do I just, you have to be a doll again? That's that's another that's another big plot thing where I was like, and even less so where we had a problem with it in the last movie. Even more so, do they not explain it? Like it is less explained why she must become a doll again. It's, why does she keep having to return to whence she came? It's so it makes it makes no. It makes no sense. And also, I think that there is there's a moment in the movie whenever they're in the Eve world, the purgatory, purgatory, if you will. And like 
they think about explaining it because they see a plot hole and they just go, never mind. Oh my God. No, no, no. So we're going to hop into this. This is the first thing that made me scream in the movie. We have to talk about it because I'm, I yelled. Eve walks out onto the street after brunch, after she finds out they're discontinuing the doll and she pulls out her phone and she's like, oh, I have to make a call. And I laughed because I was like, oh, that's funny. That, like she thinks her phone's going to work because mm-hmm. it's, and it's plastic. And she makes a call and listeners, I shit you not, she, the phone works and we see who picks up on the other end. But Eve from the first movie with her blunt bangs and bob haircut, the worst wig I've ever seen in my life. So bad. The worst wig. <laughs> and she is asking original Eve for advice. And Eve is like, do you think I gave up when I when Casey when I helped Casey with her dead mother? And like she's going off on her. And that's when she drops the we're rooting for you. Everybody was rooting for you. But I was just yelling. Because also in that scene is a a secretary Eve doing the bit, which was funny. But I just, I wrote the toy phone, huh? And then I was like, hive mind, Eve network. And I'm just yelling because I'm like, is this how, so this is, I guess, how we're connected to all of them. And then Mm -hmm. at one point, Eve asks, well, what happens to, or no, the original Eve is like, you have to save it or we'll all be gone. Like if they discontinue the doll, we'll all be gone. And I'm like, how does that work? And Eve asks the question, what do you mean? Like what happens if they discontinue? And Eve says, nobody knows. And at that point I just wrote down, you're right. Nobody knows, not even the writers. And we're not even gonna try. We're not even gonna try. Which just immediately undermines every stake you've set up mm-hmm. in the whole movie. Because like, it could be the nothing. The stakes already were not high enough, but then you were just like, it actually probably might not matter. Like, we yeah. Just, the writers didn't even believe in this movie. I know. They needed a check. They needed to clear a check. <laughs> oh my god. Oof. Oof. I can't. Oof. Do you have a do you have another negative you want to bring to the table? Once again, we have no idea how the world works in this movie. <laughs> but it's less endearing. It's less endearing. And not just high like uh, the writers were like, this is what a businessman does. <laughs> like <laughs> Like, it, uh, one, this, the fashion montage, which was not nearly as good in this movie, it, it's a whopping $12,000. Yeah. A price tag. And Grace drops that money. And I went, I wrote down, bitch, your company is failing. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's number one. We don't know how the world works. Two, this business meeting when they're like, what are we going to eliminate? And they're just like raising their hand saying I to eliminating all of these like toys that this company makes. And three, since when does a toy company have their own store? Yeah. Nothing about no one in this who was writing into this movie has ever been in a business meeting. You know, I didn't even think about that. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. 
That don't make no sense. It makes oh. no sense. Hmm. Uh, I, I want to move away from, from Eve. I'm so sorry. And talk more about, no, 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 don't apologize. I just, I, I want us to bring up Grace's love story. Which, I've never okay. seen less chemistry. This is, this is where I, I fully agree with you, where you said it felt like they took two movies and mashed them together. Mm-hmm. Because this part, it literally, as a connoisseur of really bad Christmas movies, Christmas romance movies, there's a formula. And it's like, there are certain characters that you have, you have to check the boxes. Like you have business, business lady who only likes business or like she has like a, she has a, she's just, she has hung up on something. And Mm -hmm. we've checked that. Grace, Grace has problems and we've seen them. You have the, (laughs) wow, this is literally like Christmas Prince, but if Amber was interesting, you have the, you have the friend of color girlfriend and then you have the gay best friend man that is another checkbox that they always check off then you have the precocious child that tries to help the person these are all the stock characters in these movies Mm -hmm. and then you have this random man who comes in and tries to flirt with her she shuts it down Mm -hmm. and this is what i wrote down they're sitting and they're watching the kids play and they're watching eve sing the song and then they look up and what's above their head? Mistletoe, of course. And <sighs> it's just it it's it's two movies. It's, it's two different movies. Oh, hold on. I have to collect my thoughts. <laughs> because also, like, are you into him or not? Yeah. Because there's no tension. There's no reason, like, we have set up no reason why you would not be interested in him. Except for the fact that you saw him with a girl that you don't like that we never see again. Like you bring up. Okay. So in the first scene, this girl comes in to the party that Grace is throwing and she obviously does not like her. Yeah. But we don't know why. No. We never (laughs) see her again. And it is the tiniest reason for tension in the like romantic yeah. thing that I, happens between They had Grace. to have cut her scenes. Like they had to have filmed scenes with that girl and then just cut her from the movie. Yeah, that would make sense. Because also like why don't you like her and why was why did you still invite her but then forget? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. It's so weird. But this boy has a little sister who becomes friends with the little girl that like helps Grace and then they decide a way to save the Eve doll. They're going to have a sleepover at Grace's house that just has children. Like they're just, Grace has children. It's weird. It's really weird that these adults are having sleepovers with these children that they have no connections to. They have no connection to her. They barely have a connection to the precocious child. Yeah. They barely. Yeah. It's really weird. And also, great. there was a scene previous to this where Grace, like, kind of, like, cussed out these children. Yes! So cringy. So cringy. Like, Grace I, thought that they were bullying her little child friend, and so she gets out and she reads them to filth. Like, she calls these kids ugly. And then <laughs> we find out that they're actually just the little girl's friends. But... 
it was set up in a scene before that she was, that the little girl was being bullied. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It makes, it makes no sense. And so the little, the dude's little sister wasn't friends with the precocious little girl first. No. Eve found a way to call this man to try to hook her up with him think about that. by inviting his little sister over for this sleepover. Nobody, nobody asks any questions. No, no, none. None. <laughs> Which is the only thing that tracks from the first movie because that yeah. father was not asking enough questions. Oh my God. And then, but so at the sleepover, they're trying to like come up with new Eve doll ideas. And I was just like, this is the same movie twice, but, but it, but instead we tried to throw a Christmas movie into it because they're like, Eve, Eve only has these certain careers, like bridal Eve. Like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, in the first one, Eve had so many careers Mm -hmm. and like, we were like, Eve doesn't need that. She just needs to be a doll. And so in this, it seems like it's the same thing. They're like, Eve needs to be more like regular people. And I was like, that was the whole plot of the first one, that we had to make her a regular person. And so then the the resolution is the same, that they're just coming up with slight variations on Eve. (laughs) Yeah. Like, which granted is more of a change than the first one. Because they, like, give her different body sizes. They yeah. They give her freckles. They give her... <laughs> she's I guess, I guess, I guess we can bring up the, another, mo- another moment that made me scream. Was at the end of the movie in this expo, they are introducing the new variations of Eve. And they're like, here's thick Eve. Here's freckles Eve. And then they just go, here's woke Eve. <laughs> When I saw Woke Eve, I screamed because it's just Eve with a shirt that says Woke and she's wearing hipster glasses. <laughs> that's all she is. She's just Woke. And then there's Love and Love Eve that's wearing rainbow. But like that one, that like Thick Eve and like Love is Love Eve didn't make me scream. But Woke Eve made me yell. Woke Eve, it, yeah, it made me want to die inside a little bit. Yeah. And also, okay, so they missed an opportunity here. Because in this world, I've been associating Eve with our Barbie, right? hmm Yeah. Okay. Barbie has expanded and made movies web series, TV shows, video games, and in a world where like you almost got booted out of your company because they wanted to focus on video games, like you could have that could have been a solution. You could have made video game Eve. You could have made web series Eve like to make her more accessible to other people. Like Let me write this movie. (laughs) I don't know. I was like, can we rewrite this movie? (laughs) (laughs) There were so many better options than just giving her like different outfits. Because like, again, what are you teaching these children? Yeah. Nothing. Like (laughs) the movie is about self-preservation instead of like expanding and letting kids learn to love themselves. Yeah. Do you have another negative from your lists? 
<laughs> do I? <laughs> do I? In this, well, that goes. I had back to, to cut. The... I had to cut things from my notes. <laughs> I was like, "This will be too long." The song in this movie is. I was about to bring that up. Awful. The whole score of this movie, the soundtrack, terrible, absolutely awful. The new song. They ruined it. They ruined it. They ruined the best part of the first movie. Because they were like, we have to end with a song. But. (sighs) And again, (laughs) that song, because her new, Grace's new boyfriend is a music producer, a bad one. And like. And (laughs) like. They make three different songs and combine them into one. It's so long. And I think they forgot, like, the thing that made the song at the end of the first movie so great is because the movie ended and it was just a tag at the end where it was like, Mm -hmm. these are the actors having fun. And in this, the song is in the plot of the movie. and So I guess I don't even know how to describe what's happening in this scene. (laughs) Grace. Which the the expo at the end like oh. grace has grace has been booted from the company at this point but she comes back on stage to reveal that like what she her new idea which i don't know how this works but she's on stage and her and eve had had a fight earlier so she doesn't know where eve is eve comes on stage and starts singing eve's great <laughs> she starts the song that we all know and love and then she starts rapping. It, <sighs> it, Did you notice that Little Yachty was in this movie? I don't know if I know who Little Yachty is. <laughs> he was they they foreshadowed the rap in the like it was like during the the hive mind scene where she's like on the street. <gasps> That's little Yachty? Yeah. <laughs> when she like tries to rap and he she like gives yeah. him a hundred dollar like a hundred Eve dollar. Eve doll. Yeah. Yeah, no, and so she raps at the beginning and I was like, oh my god, why is Tyra Banks rapping? This is just a throwaway bit. It was not, twas foreshadowing, and we were supposed to believe that that was fire, which she was spitting before. And uh, it's so bad. They ruined the song and it's so long. <laughs> also, little Yachty going. This isn't real. This isn't real. <laughs> this isn't real. <laughs> that did make me laugh. <laughs> oh my god! I just, I just have to. I wrote down in my notes four different times. When is this movie over? <laughs> I wrote that down four times. <laughs> I feel bad. I do too. But also like, it's funny. It's funny how bad it is. But then other times it makes you sad. Like you really go back and forth a lot. I think think it's like you would have more fun watching this movie if you went into it with a group of friends knowing it's going to be bad. Yeah. Like I, I would like to watch this with others, like with a group and laugh at it. Maybe... Maybe like after a few beers. Mm-hmm. But please explain this gasp. Okay, so I was reading over my notes, and this is this 
This is just like a distinct moment in time. It has nothing to do with the overarching plot. But, okay, so Grace finds out that she is booted from her own company on an, on the news. <laughs> yeah. And the news anchor in this moment says he was, like, talking about, like, why would her mother give her the company? He says, I would put her over my knee, but I would not put her in charge. And I... I'm sorry, what? Screamed! I missed that. I screamed! I missed that entirely. He said, I would put her over my knee as in to, like, spank her? Is that what you mean, sir? (laughs) And I just said, fuck that news anchor. Like... What? What? What was that line? I missed that entirely. Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. Which is crazy. Crazy for them to say that when like uh, not 15, 20 minutes earlier, they're making comments about like what's PC and what's not like two girls going to see Santa Claus. Like, oh, it made me, this movie does not know if it's liberal or conservative. Much like Tyra Banks. <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> Man, we really are seeing that this was solely a Tyra Banks only project. I am sure that if she was not an executive producer on this movie, it would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been better. Maybe. I don't know. I, but like, I don't think it would have gotten made. Because we didn't need it. We didn't. But we We, thought we did. We thought that, this is the thing with all these sequels to old movies. We think we need them. And I would say maybe like one in ten do we actually need. Yeah. Like, there are certain certain, like reboot sequel things that are good. Like, I loved the, the Rescue Rangers, the new Rescue Rangers. I thought yes. that was super fun. It was great. Um, this. <laughs> I mean, I guess you have to make the other nine in order to get the one out of ten. Yeah. That like. <sighs> I just I this it it just the amount of times that like they would try to make a PC joke Mm-hmm. Or which they also made in the first movie, not necessarily PC, but the the dad in the first movie kept making like ugh vegetarian, yeah, like, and those kind of jokes, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like the times, that's why I was like, they're like tokenizing so many different people in this movie. Yeah. Also, like we don't talk whenever Grace goes to see her mother in prison, and they're like, <laughs> we talking, haven't even talked about this. this is a whole this is an entire people if you have not watched this movie you're like what's going on and let me tell you watching it's not gonna help you it's it's not and they both they like there is a fine line that you have to tread whenever you are like writing a movie about and with people in marginalized groups and in minority groups. And they found a way to make both the biggest deal and the 
least big deal in an offensive way about every single one of the groups that they represented in this movie. Yeah. And I, like, I just, oh my god. Oh, I wasn't even going to bring up the scene in prison with her mother because there's just... it. Uh, the tone shifts eight times in five minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. However, her mom threatening to shank the other inmate <laughs> at the end of the movie and they changed the channel while Grace was on stage. I was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but at this moment, I just have I, to laugh about it. I, I knew like, it was coming. Like, it's yeah. such an obvious, like... It was such an obvious like line to throw in there. This this is a this is the last moment that made me scream. And this one, actually this one might be funny. This is light. It's in the slumber party scene where they're putting up a Christmas tree. That's the other thing. Christmas does not is not necessary to this movie. That's the ah and the uh, because <laughs> <laughs> This movie's breaking me. <laughs> like in all these other like bad Christmas movies that I love, like they can't be set any other time because Christmas is integral to the plot. But in Correct. this one, Christmas is shoehorned in because they wanted to make it part of ABC's 25 Days of Christmas. So they are putting up a Christmas tree at this slumber party. And Grace is like, it's not complete without the angel on top. And she pulls out an Eve tree topper. And Eve goes, oh. <laughs> I was in tears. It was so, I just didn't expect it. And it was so funny to think of the poor props guy who had to make that doll on a tree topper as an angel. Like, that's so funny. Also, the dolls in this movie looked busted. They they did. looked so disfigured. One would argue, so did Diamond. <laughs> 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 against Tyra and the way they made her look they did her hair her wigs her makeup and her clothes awful terribly horribly absolutely terribly same there is there is a lip color that they kept putting grace in that made it look like she was dying of hypothermia (laughs) yeah like they and they kept putting her in this lip color and I said if they don't stop doing my girl dirty yeah i'm gonna be mad yeah i uh, i guess this is a good transition for fashion if we're all done with negatives do you have any more i mean yeah anything that you that you need to that you feel your soul needs to bring out i have oh i have a question this will throw whenever they're in i I'm not going to lie, up until, like, the when it got weird, the montage when they're in, like, Christmas mania 
mm-hmm. is like kind of fun. It was. I cute. really enjoyed. I forgot that. about that. I actually yeah. did forget about it. And it, you know, what I think it was is that I think the girl playing Grace is a good actor, and so all of that is genuine. And Tyra Banks isn't talking, <laughs> and so <laughs> that is why it works. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I are they doing? The the dance from the first movie in the snow globe. Are they? I don't. Is remember. that what they're doing? Is that the dance that they're doing? Or are they doing a TikTok dance? Because I wouldn't be surprised either way. Uh, TikTok was TikTok really a thing in 2018? I feel like it was like 2019 when TikTok really took off. All right, no idea. Time is an illusion. I thought this movie came out a year ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. That's fair. Yeah. I think that they were doing like the original dance because they were like. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> For the listeners, I just. I definitely saw dance. Tyra Banks doing it at one mm-hmm. point, but I can't remember where I saw her doing it. It was. Yeah. Okay, sorry. That was it. We can transition okay. into fashion now. The, the makeup is bad. The Okay, it's the eyes. It's the way they yes. do Tyra Banks' eyes in this movie. It makes her look so much older than she really is. It makes her look crazy. Because it, it like, like you said, but it looked like her makeup was smudged. Mm-hmm. I looked close, and I think they drew on bottom eyelashes that were really thick to try to make it look like she's more of a doll yeah but like yes you are you're right but if she's human why does she still have doll eyelashes exactly nobody thought that through no no one Um. did yeah no because it it's more clear in other scenes Mm -hmm. that like it they're the doll eyelashes that like and they don't do it the whole movie. No. It's only sometimes. Also, I feel like all of Eve's outfits look cheap and awful, especially that first dress that she wakes up in. It looks like satin curtains. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the first movie, they spent the entire budget on the fashion. Yeah, and it was so And good. in this movie, they did they did not. Yeah. It, it's bad. Like, all the outfits look bad and cheap. And the wigs. I know we mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier, but we have to talk more about it. The wigs in this movie are awful. They look like they mm-hmm. got them from Spirit Halloween. Yeah. But only Tyra's because the yeah. best friend in the first in the first scene, or not in the first scene, but whenever she's like pulling her hair, she's yeah. like, this is a sew-in. And it looked beautiful. She looked wonderful yeah. in that. But also that that probably, that could have been like the actress's The actress's hair. actual, yeah. 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 Like, the set didn't do that. <laughs> she was like, I'm doing this because I see yeah. how you're doing Tyra right now. Yeah, <laughs> she she was in the hair, the makeup and wardrobe chair. She looked over at Tyra and was like, let me call my girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh ooh, my God. It was, I think the worst one was the the bangs, the, ori- the original Eve hair. Mm-hmm. It was, it was bad. And then, ah, uh, so... Tyra Banks has this awful wig when she wakes up as a doll or Mm -hmm. when she wakes up as a human. And then they take her to get her hair done by the best friend character. And then she does it. And I thought that she was going to make her hair look like 
more every day because like, you know, she's in an evening gown and stuff. Like I was like, I thought they were going to try to make her look normal to blend in. Instead, (laughs) we get the, what's that bread that's braided? (laughs) The braided bread. Is it challah bread? Mm. I don't know, but it's braided bread. That's what looked like her hair. Yeah. It looked like she had two loaves of braided bread bread on her head. Dutch, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was, and it was one of those things where I was like, this isn't even like, like if you're going to give her braids, give her braids. Yeah. Like do what? It looked insane. It It looked worse than what they fixed. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, okay, not if she was, like, going to an event, but if she's going to, like, every day, like... Yes. Yes. We're not doing this. Yeah. We're not doing this. I will say a positive. I loved Eve's pajamas at the end of the... During the slumber party. The, like, (gasps) flowy pants. I really liked those. Those were were fun. Yeah. They're good fun. man. I just can't believe... It It literally feels like two different actresses played Eve from the first movie to the second movie. Yes. And also the, yes, 100%. The the costuming was too literal in this movie. Because yeah. all of the businessmen and women were just in like black and white and grays. Yeah. Yeah. And they were in this scary room. Mm-hmm. And also like Grace's outfit, whenever they gave her that like, what I guess was a nude lip that just looked gray on her. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't wear a lot of color, so Eve was, like, kind of the only person. Even yeah. the friends were, like, the only people. But even, like, the little girl was in black and white. It was too literal. Yeah. yeah. It was just bad all around. I feel bad. I do, too. And I, like, feel like it's not good content because we're like, you hated that too? Yes, I also this, hated this rem- that. <laughs> this reminds me of the Under Wraps 2021 episode <laughs> or the Christmas Again episode. <laughs> every every few months we have we have a movie that really hurts our feelings. Yeah. Um, that, but, yeah. You know, they can't all be winners. And, you know, like, you know, people, I feel like... I feel like the people who have worked on this movie have done much better things. And so mm-hmm. I don't feel as bad. That's true. You know, like yeah. they they have done amazing things. And I have done busy. I have done some stinkers in my career. And I yes. certainly have stinkers to come, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and like, <laughs> yes. And I I do. I like I respect the artists that made this movie. Mm-hmm. I do because yeah. like you, sometimes you got to do what you got to do to like yeah. get a paycheck. You got to make the check. You yeah. got to make it, you know? Yeah. And like, it, obviously they have talent, mm-hmm. you know, and they've gone oh, on. Yeah. I'm glad that this hasn't tainted their careers. Yeah. I, I think it's just like, it's a reminder of the power of hubris and what happens <laughs> When we don't say no to people. True. Because it, ah, I just don't, I don't think that anybody was telling anybody, was, nobody was, there was no checks and balances on this film. Yes. This was a dictatorship. 
I yeah. could feel it in my bones. Yeah. I also, yeah. there was a note that I wanted to talk about and I forgot what it was. I was just looking at it. I don't know. Maybe it's gone. Oh, sorry. I wrote an extra time. When is this movie over? <laughs> would you like to maybe hear some fun facts about this movie? I would movie? love a fun fact. I would love one. I don't have a whole lot. Um, <laughs> one of them was that Tyra Banks was the executive producer. Okay. But <laughs> this one, Tyra Banks apparently considered Zendaya for a role in this movie. Oh! <gasps> If Zendaya had played Eve, that would have been. It really would have been cool. a cool movie. Yeah, but I don't think she was considered for Eve. Like, she said just a role. I don't think Tyra Banks would ever let anybody else play Eve. I just don't know. And maybe maybe they, like, they were going to write her in a role. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe she was going to play the best friend character. Maybe she was going to play Grace. I don't know. But I feel like, I feel like Zendaya's too young to have played grace like she, i don't think she yeah. would have like no, i don't know i don't know you're older than us yeah i don't know who zendaya would have been in this movie <laughs> and maybe that's why she wasn't in it because they couldn't find a way to write her in yeah uh my last fun fact is terrifying in february of 2020 tyra banks revealed that she is working on developing no life size three no 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 at this point it feels sinister (laughs) i will watch it i will too i think it should be a horror movie and the eve hive mind comes out and like reveals the true purpose is world domination okay but third movie okay 100 also i we could do an entire episode on how <gasps> i think the world works because i have a lot of i have things. a pitch i have a pitch i also have third a pitch movie. but you go oh my you god go first okay 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 the, it's it's what i just said it's a horror movie eve hive mind tries to take over the world in the end of the movie we bring back Lindsay lohan and her dad and they are the ones that like appeal to the original Eve. And they're like, Eve, this isn't you. Remember, remember. And then like they show, do all the things and that's what brings her back. Son of sun, moon of moons. <laughs> <laughs> son of sun, moon of moons. Moon of moons. <laughs> Once awakened, now to return. And then all the Eve dolls shrink into dolls and there's like plastic dolls among the wreckage of New York City. <laughs> This is way better than my pitch. I don't even want to say Wait, mine I want to hear your pitch. I want to hear no. But my pitch was that in this movie, it's all of the dolls that they created, all of the different versions. So Tyra Banks isn't in this one. <laughs> I like both of these ideas. They can both exist. They can. Oh my gosh. That would be and so fun. The only Tyra Banks one is the original Eve, but she's like 10 stories tall i want this to be like like she's like vecna in stranger things the original eve is now vecna (laughs) 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 i guess 
with that, it's time to to kind of wrap up our thoughts, give <sighs> give some final sayings, and we aren't ranking this because it's not a decom. And thank God for that. <laughs> it it would. I mean, it would still be off the list. It, it would, wouldn't. I think it would be. It might be below. No, I think it would be. It would be below Christmas again, above Under Wraps twenty twenty one. Really, above? There were no beats in the whole movie. It was exhausting. Fair enough. This one, you were awake the whole time because you were just trying to figure out what plane of reality you were on. Yeah. So I guess this movie. This I think we had less fun because we we love the first one so much. Yes. I would be interested to watch in watching this again. And I think that if I watch this again in the right setting, in the right mindset, it could become endearing as a princess switch or a Christmas Prince, Sharknado, any of those. I think that we could get there in it being a movie that's so bad that it's funny to watch. But yes, I think that just the, the thing we must take from this is it's okay to say no. So Neely, what, what, are, what are your final thoughts? My final thoughts... I agree. I think I would have liked this movie more if I didn't go into it really excited. Yeah. I I think that if they had made one of the movies that they were pitching <laughs> within this movie, yeah. that they made, it would movie. have it would have been good. Or it would have been least, better. It would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. It been better. <laughs> yeah. And I think that I learned a really good lesson in this movie. And it's that. Magic is real. I. <laughs> if I ever become successful, I need to learn when my when time is done. <laughs> <laughs> when to stop. <laughs> when to stop with that character. Because I'm yeah. not like, I'm not, I don't want to sound like ageist or anything because like, I don't, that's not what it is. No. It's like, whenever you can no longer relate to the character, you have to, you have to stop. Yeah. You can't do this. <laughs> like, you don't like Eve anymore. <laughs> no, no. This movie was mean to Eve. Yeah. And I, but I do, my final thoughts are, it's a movie. It is. It is a and movie. It's an as hour in 22 minutes. <laughs> and as one of my final notes says, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> ugh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Neely, thank you so much for being a guest host two weeks in a row to talk about a really great movie and then a really movie. Please join us back next week when we're watching something. I don't know what we'll be watching. It'll be a surprise to all of us. Hopefully it'll be out on Sunday, but who knows? We're still we're still working things out over here at the D-Cup Studios. But an episode will happen. So. Um, Unless Tyra eats us before. Oh my goodness. Like butter. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Megan, where can you find the podcast online? 
Well, you can find us over on Instagram at Disney Channel Unoriginal Pod. And if you like us, you can leave a review, uh, rate us five stars. It helps people find the podcast. Yeah, so we release new episodes every Sunday, sometimes Monday or Tuesday, but mostly every Sunday. So until next time, I'm Megan. I'm Dealey. <laughs> and you've been listening to D-Cup, the Disney Channel unoriginal podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs>